Hi, you're listening to Missing the Conversation with me, pub landlady Miranda Richardson. I've decided to do this podcast with my nearest and dearest. We're going to talk about all sorts of things from family and friendship to cancer and grief. Every topic that happens to all of us at some point in our lives. You might find we babble on a little bit, but then you might also find that little nugget that will just help you get through your day that little bit easier. Happy listening. Did you feel, I I felt um, after it had happened a a few months later, and and I I often say this to anybody now that that goes through grief or is experiencing a a loss, not to worry. And the first few months, you know, don't, don't worry about it. You know, don't feel like you're on your own because initially what happens is everybody spends those first few weeks head tilting when they meet you. Uh, you know, you okay? How's your day? And, and and they all check in on you. And then in probably three months' time, that stops. Mm-hmm. Because it because of life, like we say, life goes on. And they, they carry on. And then when you've stopped giving the reverse head tilt standard answer of, yeah, not bad today, which is what we do, and then they stop asking, you're kind of putting up your hand going, hello, I'm still grieving over here. There's nobody going to ask me today, you know. I went through a little bit of feeling. Um, I was going on the bus to school one day and I suddenly thought to myself, do I look different? Do I look like I haven't got a mother? <laughs> Where would that have even come from? But I was convinced on the bus that if you looked at me, you could tell I hadn't got a parent. How bonkers is that? <laughs> You know, but I, I can remember that. I can remember that feeling, that feeling of, oh, my God, I'm a, I'm a sort of different now. Like I'd lost a limb. You know. And it was yeah. then it was the realisation that I felt like that because people had stopped asking. Yeah. And I was still in it. You know. And I found that I would probably say six months later a lot harder to cope with than at the beginning kind of falls away a little bit like you say people's lives go on they have to do um yeah yeah and they, they don't forget about you obviously but if you know they've checked in on you so many times and you're okay and mm-hmm. yeah life moves on and you do find that that support not not the gen not the ones that are very close to you but the the out outward support yeah yeah. kind of just falls away a little bit after some time and I try I do try now if I'm if any of anyone we know has you know loses somebody in their family Mm. or loses someone that's close to them try and leave it a little while before I send the flowers because I think yeah they're all going to come at the beginning and you're surrounded by all these flowers and messages and then it all stops so I just try and leave it a little yeah. bit or probably just send a card and then flowers a bit later just to yeah. to keep that feeling of we're thinking of you for longer yeah yeah, you know yeah. absolutely and I do exactly the same thing uh and and there is that you know you know saying to, to other friends around them you know they'll be they'll be okay for now and for now yeah. they'll be fine do it, it, it will be time or yeah. three months time or yeah and that will be the moment you know, because we do, you, 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 you do, you spend your first few months just on autopilot, I mm. think, 
you know, auto response mechanism, you know, how you doing, how you coping. Yeah, not so bad. I'm okay. Thanks. Because yeah. you don't want to open up to everybody that you see either. Because like Sarah, like you were saying, Sarah, and then you're you're living it all the time. All the time. So and you also, don't. Yeah, and I think, you know, that 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 first year, it's those firsts, it's their it's their it's the first Christmas without them, it's their birth, the first birthday without them, it's your first birthday without them. All all of that, that first year is hard. Mm-hmm. It, it is hard and that's where friends and family you know can either be absolutely amazing or absolutely quite crap actually sometimes <laughs> because they don't yeah. quite know what to do with you either yeah. um but, but I think one of the things is the the worst thing that you can do is actually ignore somebody mm-hmm. it, you know I had that happen to me I remember walking up the, around the village I'm just going fast I think I was posting a letter or something and one of the mums from school, who was one of James's friends' parents, saw me coming and actually crossed over the other side of the road so she didn't have to speak to me because that was about her fear and not wanting to say the wrong thing mm. or, um, or yeah. not say anything. But actually just doing that action threw me, absolutely threw, threw me, and it was that being ignored and it's like, you know, I'm still a parent. I'm still, I'm still me. It's like how, and I was so, and, and that's where my anger really came yeah. out at that point. Um, and um, didn't really think about how she was feeling because it, it was about me. Um, but yeah, it, it, that first, first year is tough. And obviously subsequent years as, as well, especially, you know, like Jude was saying, it's like when you had Ellison, your sister wasn't there and she was yeah. so. Oh, just, just getting back earlier to you saying, what have you done, ideas or tattoos or hats or whatever? Of course I named my child after her. How could I actually <laughs> forget, forget <laughs> that? I actually forget that aspect. Um, and that's really bizarre because, I, you know, it could have been, you know, it, 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 she could have been the next king's child and it really wouldn't have mattered. Nobody, if I was having a girl, because I didn't know in those, you know, Joseph's going to be 23 next month. So back then you didn't bother to find out what you were having. It wasn't really a thing. So it all a big surprise on the day. And I had a girl and it wouldn't, it, like I say, it wouldn't have mattered who had fathered the child. Um, she was going to be Josephine after her grandmother, regardless. Mm you know um and bless her in in one so young and unborn that was <laughs> that was a lot to put on her little head you know um well she wears we, it quite well doesn't she 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 does wear it very well indeed and of course she's about to become a mother herself now yes to a girl as well that we know and and Sarah you talk about firsts and yeah so we you know we've been all through the the first and getting married and blah 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 and and now I'm about to have my first grandchild and I look, I, I think how my mum would have been, had she mm-hmm. been here when I had Joe's and, and yeah. And, and it's, it's an overwhelming kind of love. And I know how much, you know, had she still been here, how, how much that would have meant to her, yeah. you know, um, you know it's it's another it's another big first and that, that that's you know probably going to bring its own emotion with it as well um but just wonderful 
ne- next generation is is amazing and i'm just very pleased that i'm i'm here to see that as well you know um absolutely i mean how do you guys feel now when you know i i know i asked you to 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 do this and, and talk about this and i'm always quite open and i suppose i've had i've certainly had longer you know to to i've been sitting at sitting on my tower of grief for eons bless you compared to you beauties um but how how do you feel when people want to talk about your loved ones um in all honesty it doesn't happen that often anymore if i'm really honest um my sister comes up in conversation quite a lot you know with family and friends and obviously with jordan and erin but just just more of um I don't know, I'll say to them, oh, your sister used to like this record or, you know, and we'll talk about things like that. We don't actually go into the the, the, the actually losing her bit. Do you know what I mean? So I don't mm-hmm. think I've taught, I, I can't really remember the last time somebody wanted to talk about it like like this. Do you know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. we talk about the sister, obviously, but just likes, dislikes, things she used to do or you know, memories and stuff, but and completely fine with all of that. Doesn't bother me at all. In fact, it doesn't even really make me cry anymore when I'm just talking to somebody. I used to, my God, I couldn't. There was a time when I couldn't even think about or not cry openly in front of somebody. But now I can talk quite easily. I guess about my sister and not cry. I mean, the last time I remember somebody actually asking me about my sister. Oh God, she she must have been passed about you know eight years or something, and I, I bumped into them and I hadn't seen for a really long time. Oh God, you look good. How are you? And da, da, da. how's your sister? And you know you think Shit. <laughs> he doesn't know. So I, I said, oh, I'm really sorry she passed away. And then they're obviously going to like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. No, no, no. Mm. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You didn't know. Mm. You asked after her, which is a nice thing. If that had happened, you know, in the early days, I would have been a complete mess. But I was able to handle it, I guess. And now I could talk about it quite easily and not... Like I say, if I sat on my own and really thought about it, I could just burst into tears. Yeah. If I thought, yeah, the sadness of yeah. it. But, yeah, just talking about, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. In fact, in a weird way, you know, and I've said this to John a few times, it feels like, it feels like I made it up, like... It's been so long now. It's like a different life. Like she was never here. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know she was here. Obviously, I wouldn't ever deny her being here. But in those early days when I thought, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through another day without her. Now I'm here living my life for all these years. I think it's 15 years now. She's not been here. And I, I think God, it's like a, it is a whole lifetime ago. Yeah. So long ago. Sarah? Yeah, I think similar, again, similar to Jude. I mean, you know, it's nearly 13 years ago now. um, And um, talking about James is sort of what we do within the family, close family and and friends. Um, I think one of the nicest things, actually, that's, that's happened recently is obviously James's friends are now like 22 um, so some of them are at uni, some of them have got jobs. 
and what can happen is like we can walk into the the pub up the road and we and we have we've bumped into them and um they're just sort of really chatty there isn't that that awkwardness it, it it's quite nice and um steve said to me so do you do you feel any you know sadness about that and i went no i don't actually it's lovely because those young people have got gone off and, and are having their life the sadness is yes james hasn't got that but that we've still got a connection to those to those people mm. um so they're the only ones so indirectly they ask us how we are but not about james but they they do they do mention him and and they they talk about silly things that he did but he was like seven and you know he knew them from the age of five and eight so looking at our lads now, it's, do they really talk about some of the stuff that they did when they were five and eight? No, not probably. But I suppose because James isn't there, they 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 do try and remember that stuff. Yeah. But apart from, like I said, family, no, we don't really talk that much about them because don't really feel the need Me necessarily. Too. And I yeah. think that's where actions do speak louder than words. So we'll do fundraising, say for Birmingham Children's Hospital or for some of you know the charities that we've done, the cancer charities. Those actions in themselves speak louder than words because you're doing it in remembrance of somebody, and that gives a sense of relief and a uh, and the fact that their name is still out there rather yeah. than nothing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that yeah what would you so we you know we we um we know what what cements our friend this doesn't cement our friendship not say what we've got here cements our friendship it doesn't it adds a, a, a lovely thread um to to keep us um just being able to to be open with each other i suppose that helps doesn't it i think us being able to talk does keep mm-hmm. it keep it um more uh connectable is that even a word what would you say to to people listening would be the 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 i don't know if it's much a fundamental thing when somebody is grieving or going through an aspect of grief but what i don't even think there's advice but what would you say it'd be something that you if you could have that time again and that that initial time what would you say that people did and jude i know you touched on it earlier when you said just wait a bit mm. what would you what would you say so, so in from the point of view of somebody who's just lost somebody what advice mm. would i give them mm. oh god just be kind to yourself and let yourself be selfish for a while but yeah alongside that try and bear in mind what everyone else is going through around you and see it from just understand it's not it's not just you grieving it's other people too it's real it's really hard to to give that advice because it's we've all said haven't we we were completely selfish over our grief and it was yeah. our grief but no one else's and you can't help feeling that and I think you should feel that because mm-hmm. you can't you, you probably don't have the capacity to, no. to help everybody else yeah. at the time but I do think maybe you just need to bear in mind even if you can't do anything about it Bear in mind that other people around that lost one are grieving as well mm-hmm. in different ways or for different reasons. But yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you implement the, you know, the 
resolution to that. Every, you know, yes, difficult one, Miranda. That's a really it hard is. one to answer. It is. And I think that the point, I feel the point is that, is that actually there is no right or wrong to it. It's one of those really shitty questions that there is, <laughs> there is no right or wrong way of dealing with it. Yeah. And I think that's where actually people need to give themselves a break. They do. But I guess I would also say just don't, don't wallow there for too long. Mm. Yeah, I, I would sort of concur with that. I think absolutely you are allowed to wallow and be selfish, but you are alive and do not feel guilty about the one that's there. Because, um, as we said, life is precious. Um, and, you know, a bit like... I suppose like with Jude, you still have Mackenzie there and I found it really helpful to focus on trying to be as good as mother as I could. Um, and that get, that gave me an impetus. It's finding that impetus to, to, to carry on. Um, and then I think it becomes a very gradual and natural thing after that. Um, but also, like I said, everybody deals it in very different different ways but I think sort of ensuring that you sort of reach out and sort of somehow manage to create a connection with family and extended friends close extended friends gives you that sort of coherence and meaning that there is actually something to look forward to 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 go to going on and that there is there is always hope Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's um, it's been enlightening, um, lovely and funny all at the same time. <laughs> um, love chatting with you guys. Um, and, you know, we are destined to walk again soon. If you've been affected by anything we've talked about in today's podcast, then there are several places you can go for some support. Mind and the Samaritans are a great place to start for mental health. And if you're looking for advice with regards any kind of cancer support, then obviously Cancer Research UK or Macmillan will be there to answer any questions you have. Just remember, people, keep talking. Let's not miss the conversation. <laughs>